بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته brothers and sisters today we'll be looking at the twenty second juz Allah subhanahu wa taala mentions four surahs in this juz the first one is a continuation from the twenty first juz that we covered and that is surah al ahzab the thirty fourth surah i.e. the second surah of this uh, juz is Surah Surah Saba. The, th- the third surah, which is the 35th surah of the Quran, is Surah Fatir, and the final one is looking at a little bit of Surah Yasin. Now, in Surah Al Ahzab, which is a surah which is named after one of the great battles that took place between the believers and the groups of disbelievers, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He tells us how the believers uh, were able to defeat the disbelievers. He uh, sent down the winds and he made all of the disbelievers disperse. Then he talks about some sensitive matters related to the life of the Prophet Now that the believers had won, they went on to deal with the, the, the one of the three tribes of the uh, Jews who lived and resided in Medina. This is a, a tribe called the Bani Quraida. Now they had broken the treaty by siding with the disbelievers. So Allah, so, so the Messenger of Allah وسلم, took their wealth and he uh, dealt with them. Then a lot of the money that was in the hand of the Muslim nation, the wives of the Prophet وسلم, they wanted an increase in the maintenance in their maintenance. So Allah subhanahu wa taala He gave them two choices. He said to the Prophet وسلم, that if they want to uh, have an increase in maintenance, then give them that, but tell them that they will be divorced, or they could remain uh, living in a poor state as they were, and they can continue the marriage of the Prophet And of course, all of the mothers of the believers, they decided to remain in that state. He also discussed another sensitive matter, which is when earlier in the surah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us that a son cannot be a son unless it's through uh, through the, the blood, meaning that an adopted son is not a real son. So the Messenger of Allah had a so-called adopted son by the name of Zayd. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he tells us that when Zayd radiallahu an divorced his wife Zainab, the Prophet وسلم, was allowed to marry Zainab. And there was some outcry saying, how is it that the Prophet could marry the, the, the wife or the ex-wife of his son? Allah says, no, this is not his son to begin with. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us some amazing things in the surah as well, which relate to the hijab. There's some social commandments that are legislated in the surah. Allah, one of them is that of the obligation of hijab. Hijab only occurs in two surahs of the Quran, Surah Al-Nur, and the second one is in this surah, Surah Al-Ahzab. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala relates um, matters related to this. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ends this surah in a beautiful, incredible way where he gives an option to the mountains and the heavens and the earth and he gives an option to the believers. What is this? This is none other than the amana. 
إنا عرضنا الأمانة على السماوات والأرض والجبال فأبين أن يحملناها وأشفقنا منها وحملها الإنسان إنه كان ظلوما جهولا That this option of being mukallaf or being accountable in the day of judgment was given to the heavens and the earth and the mountains. They rejected it, but mankind, they took it on and they were, they were oppressive and they were ignorant to do this, but they did this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then talks about another surah, the 34th surah of the Quran, surah, surah Sabah. And in this surah, it is similar to another surah that we've covered, which is Surah An-Naml, and both of them talk about civilization. While Surah An-Naml talks about the organizational aspects of a civilization, this surah talks about how a civilized, he talks about the contrasting between two, di- two different civilizations. The civilization which is born about, which is dependent, contingent upon worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone, and this was the civilization of Sulaiman alayhi salam, of Dawood alayhi salam, and then there is another civilization, a civilization that is based upon worshipping other than Allah. And those nations we are always going to fail. And this was in this uh, surah, the civilization of Saba, of Queen Sheba. Although she became Muslim, it is her civilization that came after her that were destroyed because of their arrogance and their pride. Then Allah Jalla wa Ala, He tells us about uh, Surah Al-Fatir. He begins this Surah by talking about one of the great attributes of Allah, that He is Al-Fatir, the one who is the originator. And SubhanAllah, this is really beautiful that we find about Surah Sabah and Surah, uh, Al, um, uh, Surah Al-Fatir, is that it begins with Alhamd. That there, the four corners of the Qur'an begins with Alhamd. Al-Fatiha begins with Alhamd. If you go to the quarter of the Quran, around 7 or 8th juz, you get to Surah Al-An'am, it, uh, it, talks, it begins with Alhamd. We come to the middle of the Quran, which is Surah Al-Kaf, it begins with Alhamd. And now we get to the 23rd, 20, 22nd uh, uh, juz. And here we find Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala beginning Surah Sabah and Surah Al-Fatir with Alhamd. And one of the main themes of Surah Al-Fatir is that of honor, of honor. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that the Al-Izzah is with him. All Izzah belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he tells us the, the beautiful uh, nature of his monotheism, how we should only worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's a Makki surah. Of course, it's going to talk about these matters, but the primary element regarding this particular surah is that related to how, how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should be worshipped alone. Then we come to Surah Yasin, and Surah Yasin is in the 23rd Jews and it's also in the 23rd Jews as well. And Surah Yasin really is, uh, in the beginning of Surah Yasin, is talking about how uh, three messengers were sent to people, not one messenger, but three messengers were sent to the, a particular nation, they rejected them. Then there was an individual, Allah knows best, they say his name was Habib al-Najjar, he came and he gave advice to the people. He said, why is it that you're rejecting these three great prophets? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us and how these people rejected the call. And really the surah is connected to people who have passed away. You know, uh, some of the fuqaha, they would say that you should recite Surah Yasin upon those who are about to pass away. Because this surah is really talking about how to speak to the dead hearts. How to speak to the dead hearts. 
and that's why we'll find later on in the surah it talks a lot about the resurrection and inshallah the surah yasin continues into the 23rd years where i hope you can uh, join us until then subhanakallahumma bihamdika ashhadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik